Welcome to That Being Said Podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Aisha. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to episode four of That Being Said. How exciting. Very exciting. I feel like you... <laughs> we say it every week. Yeah. Like, how exciting. <laughs> but we are excited to be back. Um, last week was such an awesome episode. We had James Harbour on from Who Shot Photographer... We hope that you've loved that, listening to it, if, if you, you haven't. and Or if you're planning a wedding, go back and re-listen to it. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Great gave, insight. Gave so much advice, um, and he's just, like, literally the best human ever. So make sure you check out his socials as well if you haven't. Um, but, yeah, let's – I guess we'll start with how was your week? Or well, it's Thursday. Is it Thursday? Yeah, it's, it's Thursday. Thursday. It's Thursday or Sunday, depending. Or it could be Monday or Tuesday or oh, Wednesday yeah, or Friday yeah. or Sunday. <laughs> Right now it's Thursday for us, but... The magic of podcast media. Yeah, and the magic of uh, time, I, <laughs> I guess. For us, it's Thursday. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, how's your week been this wow. week? I mean, good? Pretty, yeah, good to average. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty average week coming to work. Wish there was a public holiday in there somewhere. A nice public holiday would be nice. Yeah, a nice day off. I'm kind of, I kind of wish it was like a four-day working week. Yes. I'd do a 10-hour day for a four-day working week. So would week. I. Without a doubt. I would get... Probably, I already do it 10 hour a day. <laughs> yeah, I was about to do the same amount of work, I reckon. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, clear out like a pretty average week. I guess we're excited. We're going to... We're going away on the weekend. Yeah, we're going on a little trip. A little, little weekend getaway. That's going to be like a little beach trip. Oh, if we want to... We should book a restaurant. Unrelated. Oh, unrelated. Because yes. it's actually Valentine's Day weekend. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. I'll yeah, get on that. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, what else? What, what, Let's lead into this, like, you know, booking something for yourself <laughs> is really nice, and that's a self-care thing that you do for yourself. So this week's episode is centred again around self-care, but we're sort of expanding a bit further on it, because um, we know that we did last uh, s- season, I guess, um, but we're just sort of going a bit more into depth. Um, this might be a little bit more of a shorter episode, but, you know, it has very key um strategies in it so yeah we just want to do like a little deep dive on our favorite yeah kind of yeah techniques especially since the last time we spoke about it like we definitely have evolved those strategies yes um so i'm actually throw it to you first (laughs) i feel like i usually start off (laughs) so throw it on over to aish all right so let's like talk about first of all self-care big thing yeah obviously very important it's a very important thing. Taking time out for yourself. I, I feel a lot of people might view it as selfish or something for the privileged. I think there's a lot of maybe, maybe I'll blame Instagram. I'll blame Instagram that self-care is like shopping or bubble baths or yeah. restaurants, but it's not always that. Absolutely not. No. Self-care is often the first thing that gets sacrificed when life is busy or mm. gets stressful. Very true. And people, yeah, as I said, people often think that taking time for themselves seems indulgent, mm. but uh, it might be true. It's also very important. Like, I mean, like it's, yeah, I feel like some people can see it as a selfish side of things like yeah. self-care, but then like when you're first to like neglect that, people are like, you need to look after yourself. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to love yourself enough to do things for yourself, yeah. but self-care is just as much for the people around you as it is. For yourself. Yes. You can do so much more for other people. Like, I feel like you just have a lot more to expend mm. when you feel good. Yeah. And I guess, like, as well, like, when you, you often will uh, go out to help anyone and then you sort of neglect yourself. Yeah. I, I used to do it in college all the time. It drains your battery a little oh bit. Oh, my God. You get so tired. And then you're like, oh, I wonder why I feel like a big bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's definitely been times where like I've been so exhausted oh like or something then like I take a look back on the past like two to three weeks and like I've not had a single time to sit down and relax I think um we've both been guilty of just like especially working multiple jobs we've both done that but like you'll just look back and you'll be like oh I've actually worked for the past six weeks straight so that's been good yeah it's like I'm getting myself some money but at what cost (laughs) I mean like money to live and that's like that oh when I was I wasn't working three jobs because it was a fun thing to do (laughs) I don't feel like doing it like just keep myself I don't know entertained like i fucking have to afford things some things I guess are fun like you know instructing's fun for me yeah but like yeah I feel like people forget that we need money to survive um but yeah I guess this is a good old like google definition of self-care so the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health which yeah definitely obviously makes sense um, and then a little comma thing saying the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. Um, expressing oneself is an essential form of self-care, which is, yeah, true. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I feel like there's lots of little different things that we both do that's a form of self-care. Some people might necessarily not necessarily think that's a form of self-care. Yeah. But I guess a form of self-care is different for lots of different people it can be like really specific it can be Mm. really broad for example like a broad thing to do is you know like doing your chores Mm. doing your groceries looking at your finances making a meal plan yeah that sort of thing or like really specific is going for a walk yeah 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 so i guess that's like sort of like a little bit of a definition of of why um what self-care is and why it's important i guess yeah so maybe if you want to start out with like maybe one of your main strategies or you know that for you um so one of my new favorite strategies is reading books Mm -hmm. specifically I really like reading self-development books Mm. um these types of books really help me shift my mindset um like and just push on push on push forward because it's like someone's telling me to be better um, it's like the author wants me to feel better. Like yeah, they generally wrote this you. book for me. Yeah, yeah. To help me grow. And I don't know, sometimes like, I, I hate when people say things like, you gotta love yourself before anyone else can. Yeah. Cause like, group or drag race. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, please <laughs> love me. I can't do it right now. <laughs> well, that's so true. Cause like, yeah, I know like, you know, yeah, I feel like it's like, yeah, you have to love yourself first. And it's like, what? Like, I also need love from others because, like, sometimes I can't necessarily yeah. give it to myself. How about that a little time. pick me up? Yeah. Just from an outside source. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Um, so I tend to move towards books that are about building a positive mental attitude, PMA mm-hmm. all day. I do enjoy the, like, make a million dollars, start mm-hmm. an enterprise books. But when I'm, like, in a space where I need, like, healing and growth, yeah, or, if, like, just recharging. I'm not in the mood to make a million dollars. I'm not in the mood to, like, <laughs> grind. Um, the grind stops. Yeah. No, I think that, like, that's important as well. So, like, I think for me, drawing into my list was similar with uh, books covering mental illnesses. I, mm. yeah, sometimes if I am feeling, like, a specific kind of way. Like, when I found Braving the Wilderness, I was, like, really feeling yeah. loneliness. Like Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me that's sort of been like a big one as well 
obviously with our goals being to read more books this year. Yeah. Um, so I guess for me, I always usually have anyway, like even in college, I turn to books that were mostly centered around mental illnesses or mm. um, whether it's fiction or like, um, yeah. you know, or real life or is that what fiction is? No, that's non-fiction. Non-fiction is not life. No, no non-fiction is life. Oh, that's right, because fiction is like a lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all a lie. Um, it's not necessarily a true story. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so I turned to books, I guess, a lot covering mental illnesses because, in a sense, it made me feel less alone. Yeah. Um, and it sort of made me understand uh, what goes on in my head. So, obviously, um, from books like Your Head is a Housebreak, which we're currently reading for – um, this month's book club, uh, yes. which I'm really excited to expand further on later on um, in the month, um, and a new book as well, which is um, we. But first, to make the beast beautiful. Mm. Um, another one big one in college was Perks of Being a Wallflower, and it's kind of a funny oh. story. So yeah, Perks of Being a Wallflower was one. Ugh, I loved the book. I read the book before the movie came yeah. out, and the book was just. I loved it. I just like resonate, not resonated in a big way, but more so after college, I definitely did. Um, it was just, I don't know, it was one of those books that made me feel like, you know, you can you can have such a small circle, but feel so important. Yeah. Um, and loved. It's literally one of the best books I've probably ever read, and it's kind of a funny story as well by Ned uh, Vizzini. Um, he like, oh my god, all of his books I've read have been like really centered around mental illness and mm. like sort of you know a kid sort of dealing with that and that's why I probably drew to them during college. I, it sounds weird because mm. I guess they're kind of mm, targeted at like young adults but I still kind of connect with those kinds of books because yeah. in my heart like I'm still a misunderstood teenager yeah. you know what I mean? And I think I think that's why yeah I'm the same way I still like I'll read that book again and feel the same way I remember and Again, I remember the first time I read 13 Reasons Why, and this was way before as well became a TV series. And I remember finishing, like, finishing reading the book, like, in my bathroom. I must have, like, kind of having a bath or something. And, like, I just cried because, like, of, like, just – because I guess in the sense – it was back when I was in college. I resonated with that because, obviously, that was everything was going on. So, I yeah. feel like, for me, it's, it's a bit of a self-care because I can – I don't feel alone. I can, I can feel, I feel understood by the author. Like you said, when you read their self-development, you, it's like they're talking to you. And that's how I, I feel when I read books. That's why books are very powerful. I like the idea of reading. I don't, like, these days I haven't really had, I don't want to say I haven't had time. I mm. just, I haven't had the mental energy to, like, get into a novel. Mm. You seeing, like, your, your story kind of stuck to someone else. Mm. It's very therapeutic. It is. I think that's, like I said, that's why, yeah, reading them yeah. in college, I was like, oh, I'm not alone. Like, and then yeah. reading the books that are, like, about something specific, like, about anxiety or about mm. wanting to be a part of something or... Um, I just finished reading Dopamine Nation. That was about um, different kinds of addiction. Mm. It's, like... I, I'm very – I like to be in control of the situation at all times. Mm. So reading stuff that kind of helps unpack what I'm feeling, mm. being able to understand it further, like I really like those kinds of books. Yeah. I think that that's, that's where um, the first make the uh, Beast Beautiful one, yeah. that's, it's centered around anxiety um, and sort of like how to sort of cope and deal with that as, a, as you're an adult. Yeah. Um, so that I'm looking very forward to reading that. But, yeah, very, I'm very good excited point. about reading that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of the books like I read, they don't have some new secret that you've never heard of. A lot of the time it, they don't really claim to either. They're just, you know, you need to be reminded of the strategies that you can use or like the mindsets that you 
can try and put yourself back into. Mm. Um, a new practice I've been using when I read these books is uh, taking notes mm. and highlighting and making little quote cards. And, like, I almost study the book. Um, yeah, for someone like me who has to be really hands-on mm. in their learning, um, making reading, like, a bit more active. Yeah, rather than just sitting there reading it and, not, like, not really taking it in. You yeah. Be, but, like, yeah. Yeah, making the reading, like, a little bit more active is a nice way to, for me to, like, switch off yeah. and take the book in. Mm. Uh, a book I just read recently is The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. That came up with, like, a lot of... Yeah, it's it's a book that just has strategies in it, and the book never claims to... It, like, it's not necessarily going to fix everything. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, they're not new strategies. Like, yeah. you've heard of them. Um, It's, like, journaling, meditating... goal setting that sort of thing but it's like reminding you to take it on yeah and like coming up with a little routine type thing I don't know it's a really nice book I like it a lot (laughs) (laughs) I have to give that one a read okay I guess I'll go into one of my next I guess self-care sort of things yeah I brought it I mentioned it briefly anyway in the last episode which was journaling but for me especially at the start of this year I delve a bit deeper in it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously journaling is it's something that I continue to do, but like you have to like you can find it hard some days because you know sometimes you might not really be I don't know haven't achieved much or yeah. you're feeling a lot to really note down. Uh, but it's something that's I guess really good to sort of release emotions or to sort of recap over what's gone on this week or this month. Whether like you know there's not really a time frame on how often you should do it yeah for me I do it maybe it depends really if like something a lot's going on in one week I'll do it maybe twice that week um I'm not the type of person to journal down like you know dot points each day that's not how I sort of uh do it I sort of do it like you know if I've done something this day I'll journal it down and then the next day I'll journal or not even the next day it might be two days later I'll journal something down um and yeah I guess for me in particular I sort of I've been recently like taking like photos and what I mean by that is like I have a little Polaroid printer so you know like if I've gone out and done something really fun for that day like how it made me feel I'll journal that down and I'll print that photo off on a Polaroid and like staple it in my journal um because it's more of a visual thing for me sometimes like I can note things down I, I sometimes can remember exactly how I was feeling during that moment yeah um of what I was journaling down or when I was journaling it down um and yeah sort of like taking that time to note things down I remember like I used to try and fit every little detail that happened in in case I forgot it or but like some things you don't need to note everything down (laughs) yeah some things I don't really need to note everything down how I'm feeling um so yeah like I obviously journaling doesn't work for everyone Mm. um I guess at the start for me it didn't like I didn't really like I stopped doing it for ages um, but I would encourage anyone to at least, you know, even if you start out with the three dot points, which doesn't necessarily work for me, but, yeah. you know, noting three things that you're happy with that happened today or even three things, you know, that made you feel the way that you're feeling, um, that way you can sort of resonate and sort of understand, like, how what's sort of going on. Um, I think everyone could really benefit from it. And mm. I think journaling can be, like, very broad yes yeah, so, so like for example you do like kind of diary entry type things mm. um I like tried doing that and it didn't really work for me like mm. I don't know I just it's like uh, I feel like my creativity is a bit like stunted at the moment so mm. like diarying diarying 
No. <laughs> Journaling. Journaling. But, like, in a diary format wasn't yeah. really working for me. Taylor actually got me, like, this little journal book, and it's got heaps of prompts in it, and they're all, yeah. like, different things, questions to ask yourself. So that was, like, re- that's been really nice to be working through. Yeah. Um, I think that really helps if you're, like, just staring at the paper and you're, like, I don't know yeah. what I'm meant to do. Exactly, because I feel like sometimes, I guess, people could probably overthink in the sense of, like, what am I meant to write? I don't have anything to write about. Yeah. Hence why I don't necessarily journal every single day where books like that, you know, they got you, it's a lot easier because it's sort of asking or prompting you or you sort of are a bit more creative in that sense. Yeah. Where for me, like, doing sort of diary entries – is sort of how I bring everything wrapped together. Because like, I've technically, to myself, been journaling since, like, 2012 when I, yeah. I had my first journal. The only reason I know that is because I still have that journal. And it's actually hilarious to, like, look back on because I was writing some stuff that, like, I was obviously being very dramatic about. I had a lot of feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of feelings in 2012, apparently. So it's kind of funny to look back on that and see how I've grown because that's why I think journaling is really – Having journals in paper is, like, a really nice yeah, way to look back as well. Yeah, because you see how much yeah. growth you've had. And, you know, I look at journals from 2012 and then uh, 2014, so just before I met Jake and then after I met Jake. It's really interesting to see how my perspective on certain things had changed. I mean, yeah. that's because I wasn't feeling so alone. I had someone there. Um, it's kind of, I think, cute as well in a sense because some of the journal entry, I'm not a crazy, like, oh, my God, I loved him. But, like, it was, like, how I was feeling I was able to express on paper, which I, because I wasn't in denial, but, like, I didn't know how I felt, and it's kind of yeah. nice to look back on, especially to where we are now, yeah. so, yeah, and then looking back now of how much I've grown since then to now, obviously, with the pandemic and everything going on as well, it's interesting yeah. to see how my mind did shift a bit, that's why I started journaling again, Yeah. Uh, was because of the pandemic, and I was feeling so pent up, and, like, I remember first night I journaled, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, I just cried, because, like, I, I was releasing everything, so... It's a self-care thing. Sometimes self-care is having a cry uh, when you're doing something. Hell, yeah. I was like, in the car with Brad this yeah. morning. I was like, tonight, can we watch The Lovely Bones on My Sister's Keeper? And he was like, <laughs> no. The Lovely Bones is such a sad movie. Oh, oh my God. God. I don't know what talking about. But, like, yeah. yeah, sometimes it is having a cry because it just makes – relieves that emotion, that tenseness of your body. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's important to have a cry. Another strategy for journaling that I've heard of is Iris Smith. She is the founder of The Quick Flick. She's from Perth. Mm. Um, very interesting story this lady has. Highly recommend you look into it. Anyway, uh, a type of journaling she started doing was in the morning, she'd, like, write down how her day went in kind of, like, past tense, but it was the day that was coming up. Oh. So she'd be like, I had a really great day today. The meeting went, like, so well. Oh. We did that thing that we needed to do and it was, you know, taken care of. But it was like a way of kind of setting the mindset for the day. Yes, and I feel like I've heard a lot of that in the sense of like like intentions, have your intentions. Yeah. Like my intention today is I'm going to have a good day, I'm going to feel really positive about what's coming, like, you know, I have a meeting or I have like a performance or something. Yeah. And, yeah, that's so true. It shifts yourself into that sort of mindset to be like, yep, no, I'm going to be okay. And then even if the day doesn't go necessarily down that route, yeah. It's still okay. I guess it would be less of a punch in the gut, I guess. Yeah. Or uh, upsetting if it didn't go that way because you sort of like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes having a positive attitude around things, even if you know that it's not going to be positive, can yeah. help. It can. In a way. I, I don't know. I used to think of it being like a way to set yourself up for. I guess success. Disappointment. Or, or, but, yeah. Yeah. But the more I look into it, the more it's like, actually, that might be like your depression just. <laughs> 
trying to not let you be happy about anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's like a, yeah, that's actually a really good way to look at it, I guess. Um, I swear I've heard of that before, but I didn't really, yeah, no. I don't know. I, I'm, I used to always be in like a state of like either self-destruction or preparing for things to go wrong. Girl. I genuinely like hated when things were going well because I was like, well, this yeah. just means things are going to go so, so bad. Yeah, like, things, like when things are going too well or too right for a while. I, 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 the same. I, I would do self-destructive things because then I was like in control of was, what was going to happen. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I feel like I, I sort of get in a state where like things are going too well. I'm like, nah, because like even when things would ha- bad happen, would happen to me in a week, like two bad things would happen and then I'm like something else is going to happen it comes in threes yeah. and I'm just preparing myself for it. And then when it wouldn't happen, I'd be like, okay, but then it would happen the next week, and I'm like, see, like, and you do get in that mindset, like, I guess it's, yeah. can be a bit toxic, but. but using, so you can use journaling to, like, set intentions, exactly. or as, like, a form of reflection, mm. um, but yeah, don't think of it as, like, diary, <laughs> don't think of it as, like, having a diary, I realise diary Sound is like... not a word, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> Yeah, don't you, it does, you can make it whatever you want it to be. Mm. All of these things. You can make it whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, you should have shifted to how it works for you. I, I think often we wanna do whatever cool new thing everyone else is doing and what's working for them. Yeah. But you know like I remember green like, smoothies are fucking gross. I know, and then like same with like yoga, like I I don't think I could actually I don't have I can I've do like done it. deep stretches, but the idea of sitting in like a thirty six degree room for oh, that I no. paid money to be in. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, for me, I just, like, I've never really gotten into it. But it's the same. People might, yeah, they might not think journaling works. They might not think crying Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it until, like, I started the, um, using the prompts that the notebook you got me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, you just find ways, I guess, it works for you. Yeah. Okay. So, like, <laughs> the two biggest things for us were, for me, reading, for you, Taylor, journaling. journaling. Yep. Um, yeah, I think we just want to really just dive into those two. <laughs> <laughs> I think diving into those is a bit more depth yeah. to sort of understand, because I guess we're, like, very briefly touched on it the, the first time we spoke about it. Um, and I guess, like, we want to know, I guess, for you, when we post, like, what's some self-care strategies that, you know, uh, your sort of go-to um, to sort of help yourself out. And I guess just always remember, self-care is not selfish. It's something that everyone needs to do from time to time. Um, I'm going to make it like a fucking weekly, daily sort of thing. At least do one thing that's... Throw it in a routine. Yeah. Or if you're like spontaneous, don't throw it in a routine. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. Um, so yeah. And also going into our book club for this month, it is Your Head is a Houseboat. I'm saying that wrong. Your Head is a Houseboat. Yeah. Um, by Struthless. Uh, I think it's Paul Campbell's his like actual name, I think. It, it says Struthless on the cover. It's Struthless, yeah, okay, yeah. Struthless. So that's what we're reading this month. I'm really excited for Aisha to delve into it because it is literally amazing. Um, so there'll be more on that later on in the month. Otherwise, thanks for joining in uh, to our episode today. And like we said, if you haven't listened to our previous episode with James, make sure you get onto that. And we will have another special guest coming up very soon, which we're also very excited for. Um, I'm sure all of you will be excited as well. So I think they will. Be. I think they will. They'll be all over it. All <laughs> Thanks right. for joining us. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.